Hey friends, what up? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying the Afchaf test, Af 29, in the south of Megillah. Friends, what do you think the Afchaf test talks about? Well, the first Amud of Chav test basically is interesting Agadites. And then the second Amud, oh, one second. And then the second Amud, we talk and talk about um, the four Parshas, which is very interesting, right? Shkolim, um, Para. Um, I don't know what comes after that. There's a Chodesh, and then what am I forgetting? Ah, Zacher, of course. Shkalim, Zacher, Par, and a Chodesh. So we're going to talk about that as well. So very interesting stuff. Friends, let's jump in over here. Um, <coughs> we're Mamish, all the way at the end of Davchov Chesam and Beis. Tonu Rabbon and the Rabbis taught, and now we're ready in Chavtesum Ralf, Mavat and Tamator, Lotsuas, Amesu, Achnosis, Akala. Okay? So, Mavat and Tamator. Okay, to 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 take out to you know go to Levaya to escort a a a, a, a uh, somebody who passed away to be buried with Achnasa Sakala and um, to bring a a bride to her uh, wedding. All right, Amr Allah Bar Yehuda Bar Eloi. What? So they said about Yehuda Bar Yehuda Bar Eloi. Shem Vatel Tamutor Letzas Ames Achnasa Sakala. That he would be mivatol tamatora, he would stop learning um, if um, if there was a, a somebody who passed away to escort or um, a bride to take to the chuppah. Alright. So we say, wait. So when do you stop your learning in order to uh, escort a, a somebody who passed away? So that's when he doesn't have everything that he needs, which we'll explain in a minute. But if he has everything that he needs, then you, you go weiter. And what's considered everything that he needs? Amr Shmuel Bar Inyo, Mishmid Rab, so it says Shmuel Bar Inyo in the name of Rab, Tracer Alfei Gavre. 12,000 people, Vishisa Alfei Shipuri, and 6,000 chauffeurs. So if there are 12,000 people and 6,000 chauffeurs, then you can keep learning. And those who say Tracer Alpha Gavri Umenayu Shisa Alpha Shipore. Okay. To those who say that, well, I don't know, 12,000 people and of them, 12,000 chauffeurs? Alright, then I guess what? That, like they can have 12,000 chauffeurs? I don't know. Okay. Ula Amar Kigon, the Chaitse Gavri may Avula ad Sikhra. So Ula says that um, if there are enough people that they like create like a human chain. From the gate of the city until the um, cemetery. That like the Torah was given, that is also, you know, when somebody passes away, just like the Torah was given with uh, 600,000 uh, people, so also when a fellow passes away, I don't know, I guess there should be 600,000 people at the funeral. So then, if there are 600,000 people, so then, then you can continue learning. Now, this applies to somebody who, who read Psukim, learned, learned Mishnais and Brises. But a fellow who was a teacher, he taught Torah. So then, even if there's 600,000, you should still um, stop, stop, interrupt your learning in, in order to um, uh, go to the Levi. Uh, Okay, let's go right to Tanya Rabshim ben Yochai Omer Ua. So says Rabshim ben Yochai, what do you think he says? Come and see 
how beloved the Yidin are before God. Because whenever the Yidin found themselves in exile, the Eibushter was with them in the exile. They were uh, exiled to Egypt. God was with them in Egypt. Shnemar, as the Pazik says, that I revealed myself to the house of your father when 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 uh, they were in Egypt. So that God was with them in Egypt. When they were exiled to Bavel, so the divine presence was with them in Bavel. Shinema, as the Pazuk says, that I think the drash is that like Kilo with you I sent to Bavel, Kilo I went to Bavel with you. Alright. Also, when the Yidn are going to be redeemed, well, the Abishta is going to be with them at that point as well. Shinema, as the Pazuk says, that God will, 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 will return your captives from your captivity. Doesn't say that he will return them, rather Vishov, he will be returned, right? He will return with also the captives. He's going to be with them. Which teaches that God returns with them from the exile. Where's God in, in, in Bavl? Okay, right? It says that, it says that the, the Yin were exiled to Bavl and God went there as well. Where, where is he? So I'm going to the Hutzel. Abai says, you know where he is? He's in the synagogue of Hutzel. That's where he is. As well as the Shabbat Yosef synagogue in Arda. The Rashi says, the Rashi says that Yechonia, what does he say? It says Rashi, that Yechonia and, and his entourage, they built this synagogue, the synagogue of Shabbat Yosef in Arda. Yechonia and the people, and his, you know, the people with him, they they constructed this temple from the stones and dirt that they brought with them to exile from Eretz Yisrael. The Kaima Shinemar to fulfill that which it says, that the Yidin, all they want is the is the is the stones and dirt of Eretz Yisrael. Wow. Is this chutz that we have right now to be in Eretz Yisrael? I mean, I could see the stones and the dirt of Eretz Yisrael on my floor. Let's focus more on the stones. The mice is a shtickle dirt aichet. Not too much. Mostly stone. Alright. Um, Fine. Below, Tema. Okay. Uh, so, so, says Abaye that God in Bavel is in um, the synagogue at Hutzel and the synagogue of Shabbat in Aida. Interesting. Below, Tema. Don't say that God's in both. Sometimes he's hanging out in Hutzel, sometimes he's hanging out in Shav Yosef. I guess it, um, I guess it depends on God's mood. Omer Abai says, Abai tasty li dechim archikno parsa alonu matzlino awesome. So it says Abai that I should get reward because uh, when I'm one parsa away from either one of these synagogues, I uh, I make sh- I make a point of it to uh, to go in. Right. Sounds very interesting. The father of Shmuel, as well as Levi, they were sitting in a um, in the Bichnishta, the Shav Yosef in Adah, in the synagogue uh, of in the Shav Yosef synagogue in Adah, Osyashchina, and sure enough, the divine presence came there while they were sitting there. Shamu Kol and they heard up as a commotion. 
So they said, we better get out of here. Rav Sheshis one time was sitting in this synagogue of this in this Shaf Yosef synagogue in Naida. And the divine presence came and Rav Sheshis was sitting there and he didn't get up, he didn't leave. Also Malachia And then the ministering angels came and they were threatening him. And he said, and Rav Sheish says, Rebbeinu Shalai, the master of the world, all of Rishenu, all of Minitchem Pnei If you have somebody who's downtrodden, and somebody who's not, somebody who's a Nebuch, and somebody isn't, so who has to get up for whom? Mistama, excuse me, Mistama, the person who's in a more difficult position, you leave him alone. And of course, Rav Sheish just was blind. So Rav Sheish just was said, you know, it was saying, Abishta, look what's going on. The ministering angels here, they're beating up a blind person. What, what do you expect me to do? So, so God said to the ministering angels, He said, hey, leave him alone. The Pazag Nicheskul says, that I will be for them for a small uh, temple. Says that these small temples are a reference to the to the synagogues and study halls in Bavel. Rebelazar Amar and says Rebelazar, Zebesel shall Rebenu Shibabavel. Says Rebelazar that this Zebes Rebenu, this is the Besamedjish of, of, of Rav in Bavel. Darish Rava Rava expounded. Maidich said, What does the Pasuk mean? Hashemon Ata Isulanu, that God, you were an abode for us. Elubatiknesus Vatimujashos. This is a reference to the synagogues and the study halls. Amr Abaye says Abaye, Meresh garisna beveso matzlina beveknishta. Initially, I would I would study Torah at home and I would go to the synagogue to pray. Kim deshamis lay the kamer David. But once I heard that which David Melech says, Hashem waftim on beisecha that God, I I love your abode. Have garisna beveknishta. I would learn in the synagogue. I wouldn't learn. At my home anymore, right? Rav had said in the previous line that right that when it says Hashem Ma'onata Yisolanu, it's a reference to synagogues and the study halls in Bavel. So Abayi would specifically he wouldn't study at home anymore. More he would make it a point to study in the synagogue. Tanya we talk to learn in a brisa. Rebelazar a copper Omer says Rebelazar a copper Osid. Then the future, the synagogues and study halls of uh, of Bavel are going to be established in Eretz Yisrael. Shenema, as the puzzle says, that like the mountain of Tavor and like Carmel in the sea, they will come. Now, if I understand correctly, something to do with like the mountain of Tavor and the Carmel Mountains, I guess, they like traveled a long distance to go to Harsinai to hear like Mamad Harsinai or something. So then they got to go to be in Eretz Of course, we have Tavor in Eretz as well as uh, Carmel. There's Taka Street right next to where I live called Tavor Street. And isn't it a Torah? That Tavor, right, the mountains of Tavor and Carmel, that they only came to Harsinai to learn Torah for a brief period of time, you know, during Matan Torah, and they merited to be established in Eretz Yisrael, these mountains. So, but the Knesset, so what the Midrashos, 
So certainly then synagogues and study halls that in these synagogues and study halls they 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 read Torah they 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 they, they study Torah they disseminate Torah and certainly they should be able to be um, established in Israel. Dorish by Kapora by Kapora expounded. My dear, what does the pasuk mean? Lama teratzdun harim. How come um, um, the mountains are prancing? Right, lama teratzdun harim gavnunim. Right, why are you prancing, you majestic peaks? Oi, you majestic eye, you majestic. I don't know. How would you like? Who is that guy's name? Who's the guy who wrote Moby Dick? Um. No, I can't remember. Herman Melville. How would he write that? Lama Taratstun. I don't know. Why why are you uh, prancing, oh ye uh, um, majestic peaks? Alright, that a voice came out from the heaven and said to the other mountains, Lama Taratsu Din im Sinai. Why why do you have uh Burgess with our Sinai? After all, you all are blemished, Eitzel Sinai, with relative to our Sinai. Ksivacha says over Gavnunim that it calls these other mountains, these Gavnunim mountains, these majestic peaks. Uksivhasim, and it says by um, what was it by 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 Saras um, that um, or by no 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 by Mumin. It says by Mums of a Koyin. So it says, um, where am I? Oh, give no doc that if you have like uh, your of, uh, of eyebrows are like too long or something. So Amr Rav Ashi says, Avastish Mamina Haman Diyari Ba Mumu. So somebody who is haughty is a Baal Mum, right? That these other uh, mountains they kind of were complaining and they were these like majestic mountains. And we were calling them a Balmum. Um, Alright. So these other mountains, I guess, wanted to, you know, they were upset. They had beef. They were brogues with Arsina that Arsina got to get Mount Torah. Um, but apparently, they these other mountains, like, had blemishes or whatever. Alright. So the Mishnah had said in Osin also Kapandria that we don't make a synagogue into a shortcut. My Kapandria? What does Kapandria mean? Amrava Kapandria Kishma. Rav says, what do you mean? What's a kapandria? Kapandria is a kapandria. My kishma. So Gemara says, yeah, that's what we're saying. We don't get it. What's a kapandria? Don't tell me it's a kapandria. What's a kapandria? So command Amr, Adamafikno Adari Eilbaha. It's like a fellow says, well, instead of going around this row of houses, why don't I just go through one of the houses? I.e., why don't I take a shortcut? So right? kapandria is like Adamafikno Adri Eilbaha. Kapandria, Adamafikno. I don't know, Makifna, that's like the Kapa, and the Dri is the Ri, you get it? Amr Babao says, If initially the synagogue, you know, there was a path there, and then they built the synagogue on top of it, so then you can continue to use it as a shortcut. Amr Vnachm Bayitzchak, Kanichnas Amnas Shilolas was Kapandria, says Vnachm Bayitzchak, he says, look, if you went into the synagogue without the intention to make it into a shortcut, if you then, you know, if you're then, once you're inside, you say, you know what, I actually need to go out the other side. So then that's okay. You know, as long as you don't go in with the intention of making it a shortcut, if you end up sort of passing through, that's what ends up happening, then that's fine. As long as it wasn't your initial intention. 
A fellow who enters into a synagogue to pray, so he can end up making it a shortcut. Okay, you go to the synagogue to pray, so if you want to leave on the other side, on the way out, which means you're cutting through, that's okay. The puzzle says, that when the Yidin would come uh, before God on the festivals, a fellow who would come in through the northern gate, would, would, would exit by the southern gate. So you basically go from one side of the base of to the other. So we see that as long as you're coming to pray, you know, it's not a problem if you end up going out the other side and sort of using it as a, as a path. If there were grasses that grew on this um, uh, temple that was desolate, um, do not uproot them because we want you to sort of feel modna when you see the synagogue with that's overgrown and destroyed. But one second, we have a brisa that says that you would not be allowed to like you know hop the grass and feed them to your animals, but you'd be able to just like pick up the grass and just leave it, like mow it. So yes. Yeah, so our mission when it says don't don't uproot the grass it means don't uproot the grass and feed it to your animals. That's that's what we're talking about in our Mishnah. We're talking about um, we're saying don't uproot the grass and feed it to your animals. That in a cemetery we we don't uh, act with lightheadedness. We don't you know we 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 we're serious that day. Cemetery vein, myron boyen behema, and we don't graze animals in a cemetery. Vein molichin boyen amas hamoyim, and we don't pass a uh, stream of water through the cemetery. Okay. Vein melaktin boyen asavim, and we don't uh, you know pick the grasses. Vein likton, vein likate sarfon, vein kolmon, vein nekvod mason. All right, and if you pick them, so then you gotta burn them in their place out of the honor of the dead. Uh, hey, what's the, what's the deal with the honor of the dead thing? Ilema Seifa, if we're talking about that, it's at the, uh, you know, talking about the last thing in the Brisa, which is, you know, don't burn, um, you know, right, 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 don't, don't pick these grasses, right? And if you did, then you have to burn them. So, Kevin Shasarfim from Koma, Microphone, Mesamika, what does that have to do with the honor? What does burning the grasses that you plucked in their place have to do with honor of the dead? So Ella Aresha, no, it's talking about on the first part, right? Like you don't don't go into a cemetery like lightheadedly and you know be joking around. Don't do that out of the honor of the uh, dead. The honor of the dead, sort of be serious in a cemetery. All right, friends. Now we get to a new Mishnah, okay? Rosh Chodesh Adish Cholios B'Shabbos. All right. So if Rosh uh, Chodesh of Adar falls out on Shabbos, all right. Koren B'Parsha Shkolim. So we read the parsha of Shkolim. All right, what do you want me to tell you? Cholios b'socha Shabbos. If Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out in the middle of Shabbos, Matim the Shavar. So the previous Shabbos you read parsha Shkolim. Umafsikin the Shabbos Acheres, and then you have a break for a week. Bashniya Zocher, and then the week after that is parsha Zocher, which is right before it's the Shabbos before Purim. Bashlish is Para, then the week after Purim. It's Parshas Para, Aduma, Barvias, and then the week after that, Achodesh. It's Achodesh Zelachem. Alright. Uh, and then after that, Chosun and they just go back to the regular order of like Parshas. 
You always stop like the regular landing. So, for example, you know, I don't know, always Parshas Miketz, not always, but generally Parshas Miketz is like on Hanukkah. So, for example, normally on Monday and Thursday, we read the Parsha of the week, right? So, on Monday and Thursday, if the upcoming Parsha is Miketz, so you'd be reading Miketz. However, if it's Hanukkah, which it usually is, so then... You wouldn't read Miketz on Hanukkah, you would read Hanukkah on Hanukkah, for example, right? So, so whenever it, right? So, so, Brosh Chodoshim, Bechanukkah, so, um, Chodesh, you read like, uh, the Rosh Chodesh, so, Kilu, if, if, I don't know, Monday or Thursday is Rosh Chodesh, so you read the Rosh Chodesh laning. Um, Bechanukkah, Bepurim, Betanios, Mamodos, Vimakipurim, Kilu, in all these situations, you you would you would read the 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 reading that's specific for that day rather than like the default which is like the parsha sashivua. All right, so friends, so we just discussed the like four parshas, right? Everybody's familiar with these four parshas, right? That around the Purim time, so we have uh, parshas shkolim, which is uh, uh, right before Chodesh Adar, and then we said we take a break for a week, and then there's parshas zocher, which is right before. Um, um, in, in Purim, then right after Purim is Pashas Purim, and then Pashas Achodesh, right? That um, okay, that prepares you for like Pesach, Achodesh is Elochem for the Korban Pesach. Fine. Says the Gemara Tananosim, we learn over there in Shkolim. Then on the first of other, we you know let people know like, hey people, time to organize your coins to donate to the temple. And we also say also regarding uh, mixtures that are not allowed. For example, um, like grapes and wheat, um, you can't plant them together. So if you notice that that these um, mixtures are emerging, so make sure to get rid of them. So Bishlomo alakiloim desman zuyahi. So I understand why on Rosh Chodesh Adar we let people know, like, hey, better, you know, make sure that there's no um, kilaim in your fields because, like. Things are growing at that point, at that time, and you have to be careful. There's no kilayim. How come Rosh Chodesh Adar is a good time to let people know that they need to organize their shekels? So, Amr Tevi, Amr Yoshia, to Amr Kras. It says, Tevi, in the name of Yoshia, that the Pasuk says, that this is the Ola of the month in its month, right? It also says, for the months of the year. It says month, it says Chadash. A whole bunch of times. So what, what do we learn from that? So Amr Torah that the Torah says Chadesh Vavei Korban Mitzuma Chadasha that bring a korban from the from the Chadesh from the Chadash that um, bring bring korbanis from the from 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 the new Shkalim that 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 comes Nisan you should be purchasing offerings animals from the new funds. And as Rashi points out, it also says, by Nisan, that is the first for you of the Chodshayashana, right? The Chodashim. The, the so just like it says, so that's like, by Nisan, i.e. that on, when it comes to Nisan, when, when Nisan arrives, bring the Korbanas from the new coins that were collected. Okay? And therefore, since uh, comes Nisan, you're going to be purchasing offerings from the new donations, the new shekel donations. 
Bechad Ba'adr, so a month in advance from the first of Adr, we start letting people know, like, hey, people, you know, organize your shekels because in a month from now, we're going to be needing to purchase offerings from the new, from the, from the new collection of shekels. So that they will be, you know, have the time to, to, to get their shekels to the temple. So this sounds like it's taka, not the opinion of you know, I would imagine that if it was Rabbi Shimon Gamliel's opinion, he would say that all you need is two weeks, not a full month, right? Meaning the shekels have to make it to the temple by the first of Nisan. They already started making the announcements on the first of Adar, a month prior. Now, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, his opinion, Mistama, would be that they wouldn't need a full month, they would only need two weeks. That we start learning about the halachas of Pesach 30 days before Pesach. What's 30 days before Pesach? Ampurim. So Ampurim already, at least Shush Ampurim, we could start learning about uh, the halachas of Pesach. Rameshim Gamliel says, you don't need a whole month, two weeks is enough. And therefore, I would think that according to Rameshim Gamliel, you would only need two weeks to prepare for the Machsis HaShekel. So I feel the same you can even say that it's Rameshim Gamliel. Kevin Damar because since we said well since we said that already from the 15th of other you have these money changers who are setting up shop um, um, outside of the base of Mikdash and on the 25th of other they're setting up shop in the base of Mikdash and therefore um, who says that two weeks is enough for preparation he would just say that yes two weeks from um, the money changers. The money changers would set up shop already on the 15th of Adar. So two weeks prior to that, um, it would be, which is Rosh Chodesh Adar, is when you um, make the announcement to start organizing your um, shekels. Um, but even Rabshim Megamil would agree that uh, it would be the first of Adar, but the two weeks is not relative to when you start buying things with the new shekels. The two weeks is relative to when the money changers start setting up shop in Yerushalayim. My Pasha Shkalim. So what is this Pasha Shkalim? Okay, we've been talking about this. Four Pashas. Pasha Shkalim, Pasha Zohar, Pasha Spara, Pasha Zachodesh. What, what is Pasha Shkalim? What do you read anyways? So, Rav Omer says, Rav, Tzavas B'nei Yisrael V'amayta Aleim Uskor B'nei Lachmi. Rav says, you know what Pasha Shkalim is? It's, um, Pasha Skor B'nei Tomer. Skor B'nei Lachmi Lishai. That it's the Pasha of Pasha's Kisisa, the first part of Pasha's Kisisa. So I understand Shmuel, who says that it's Pasha's Kisisa, that's why it's called Pasha's Shkolem, because in Pasha's Kisisa it's talking about, right? Kisisa was Bnei Sof Kodem, Venosnu Ish Kofer Nafsho. What was it? Hashem of Koros or whatever, right? Call over Alpikudim, Machtus Hashekel B'Shekel Akodesh, something like that, right? That 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 everyone has to donate a half shekel. So, so the Gemara says, look, I understand Shmuel's opinion. Parsha Shkalim is Parsha's Kisisa, which talks about Shkalim, which talks about shekels. Elamadam is Korbin Ilachmi, Hachmi Dishkalim Ksive, Hasam. So. Rav, who says the Parsha Shkalim is really just the Parsha of the Talmud, you know, you know, the, the Parsha Satomid, right? It's Korbani Lachmi Dishai. What does that have to do with shekels? 
So the Gemara answers in time of my Kedub Tevi that it's like Rub Tevi. That um, what did Rub Tevi say? That it says that it teaches that on the first of Nisan you have to bring the korbanas from the new shekels. So we see that um, you know it's korbani lach minishai. Right, the Parshas Atomid also mentions the um, shkalim, or at least refers to them. So I understand Rav's opinion that Parsha Shkalim is um, is you know it's korbani lach mi mishum dechsive korbanas awesome because it says. Korbanus over there, could you have Tevi? Like uh, Rib Tevi. And um, it talks about, um, you know, the right, the shekels that we're going to be using to purchase the Korbanus. Elamand Omer, Kisis or Korbanus Miksive, Shkalim Ladonim Ksive, right? But um, according to Shmuel, who says that Pasha Shkalim is Pasha's Kisisa, well, if you think about it, the Sure, they were talking about collecting half shekels in Pashas Kisisa, but for the purpose of just creating like, um, you know, infrastructure for the Mishkan, but not for buying korbanis. Now, if the whole point of the Machsas shekel is in order to buy korbanis from the new Shkalim, so I understand uh, Rav's verse, which is as Korbani Lach because it's talking about Shkalim that they're going to be collecting for korbanis. But according to Shmuel, who says that, um, what we read in Pasha Shkalim is Pasha's Kisisa, so sure, it talks about shekels over there, but those shekels are for building infrastructure for the Mishkan, not for purchasing Karbanus. So, Kedetani Rav Yosef, so it's like Rav Yosef um, teaches, Shalosh Trumosein, that the, that the Torah mentions in Pasha's Kisisa three types of Trumis, Shomizbeach, Lamizbeach, Vishaladonim, Laadonim, Vishaladonim, Vishaladonim, that there's Certain machzus uh, uh, shekels that go for the mizbeach for korbanus, certain machzus um, shekels that go for the brackets, and then certain donations that go to the temple treasury. So we see that even by kisisa, it's not only talking about the shekels for the brackets; it's also talking about um, shekels for korbanus. kisisa anu says the Gemara. I understand Shmuel's opinion that Pasha Shkalim is Pasha's Kisisa. That makes Pasha right, Shkalim different than all the other Rosh Chodeshes, right? The Mishnah had said that when Rosh Chodesh other falls out on Shabbos, so we read Pasha Shkalim on Shabbos, uh, on, on, on that Shabbos. Now, if Pasha Shkalim is like Rab, that it's as Korbani Lachmi, well, that's what we read every Rosh Chodesh. So then what makes Rosh Chodesh other significant and unique? There, but if you say like Shmuel that Pashas Shkalim is Pashas Kisisa, so in that way Pashas Shkalim is unique, and that usually on Rosh Chodesh we read as Korbani Lachmi. Now we're reading Pashas Kisisa instead, or at least in addition, I'm reading Pashas Kisisa. So again, so Bishlam Elman the Amar Kisisa Hanu Dushani High Rosh Chodesh Misharosh Echodashim. So if you're like Shmuel and you're saying that we're reading Pashas Kisisa. And Parsha Shkalim, so that makes Parsha Shkalim different than every other uh, Rosh Chodesh. Elamanda Omer Tavis Korbani, my Shani. So, but if you're like Rav, who says that Parsha Shkalim is this Korbani Lachmi Leishai, well then that's what we read every Rosh Chodesh. What makes Parsha Shkalim unique? So, Shani di Ilu Rosh Chodeshim Karushisa, Binyani Diyoma, Fechar Bid Rosh Chodesh. Well, it is different because in, in general, on Rosh Chodesh, you would read the first six parshas 
the first six aliyas of Shabbos would be um, the parsha of the week, and the seventh par- the seventh aliyah would be Rosh Chodesh, would, would be his Kovni Lach Midishai. Vilua Idna, but on parsha Shkalim, Kulu Vidur Rosh Chodesh, and they're all um, Rosh Chodesh, right? So Kilu, it's different in that, um, so even according to Rab, who says that parsha Shkalim is his Kovni Lach Midishai, so nonetheless, um, it's different than every other Rosh Chodesh because every other Rosh Chodesh that falls out on Shabbos, only the seventh Aliyah would be as Kobani Lach Milishai, whereas on Parsha Shkalim, all seven Aliyahs are as Kobani Lach Milishai. Alright, fine. So that makes sense according to the Manda Amr who says that, um, you know, the Mishnah had said, so you have Parsha Shkalim and then Parsha Zachor and then Parsha Parah and then Parsha Chodesh. And then on the fifth one, you go back to the regular, you know, you know, um, um, stuff that you do. So according to the opinion who says that on the fifth week, you go back to the regular stuff that you do, it means that you go back to the regular Parshas, that we completely took a break when it was Parshas Shkalim and Parshas Zohar and Parshas Par and Parshas Apar. We could, right, we suspended the Torah reading that we usually read on Shabbos and instead only read these Parshas. So if that's the case, then I understand what we just said. That on Parsha Shkolem, we only read Tzavos Bnei Sov, Amar Ta'alem. And in that way, it's different than every other Rosh Chodesh, where we would say, we would reserve that only for the seventh Aliyah. But on Parsha Shkolem, we read it for all the Aliyahs. So, Lamanda Amr, they say that Aftaru Suchoser, Ufarshu said to Yom Karinon. However, according to the opinion, it says that, no, on the fifth week when we go back, it means that, we just go back to the regular Aftaras, but we were reading the Parshas of Shavua throughout. So then, my Shani. So then, what makes Parshas Shkalim different than any other Rosh Chodesh that falls out on Shabbos? Rakilu, according to Rabu, says that Parshas Shkalim is as Kormin Elachmi Leishai. Well, then, what makes Parshas Shkalim any different than any, any other Rosh Chodesh that falls out on Shabbos? And if the and if the opinion is that even during these four parshas, parshas Shkalim, parshas Zachor, parshas Par, parshas Achodesh, we're right, we're still reading the regular weekly parsha. Well, in that case, then only the seventh aliyah is going to be as korban ilachmi liyishai. In which case, it's the same as every time Rosh Chodesh falls out on Shabbos. So Shani di'ili Rosh Chodeshim karushisa binyan diyom of chad kari b'Rosh Chodesh. Well, the difference in the in in the sense that on a normal Shabbos you would read right when 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 Rosh Chodesh falls out on Shabbos you would read six aliyahs of the parshas Shavuot of that week's parsha and the seventh aliyah would be um Lach would be for Rosh Chodesh. Now, practically speaking, we 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 would do the 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 maftir would be um, the Rosh Chodesh, but uh, but I guess this is the opinion that the seventh aliyah would be the Rosh Chodesh aliyah. Okay. The Ilua Idna, but on Parsha Shkalim, Karu Tlasa Binyana Diyoma, so you would read, um, three Aliyas of the Parsha of the Shavua, Ve'aiba Karu Bidrosh Chodesh, and four of them would read as Korbani Lachmi the Ishai on Parsha Shkalim. Okay, fine, so that's how Rab would explain what makes Parsha Shkalim different than any other Rosh Chodesh that falls out on Shabbos, um, if Parsha Shkalim is reading as Korbani Lachmi the Ishai. Fine. We have a Kashi, Rosh Chodesh, other Shkalios Bishabbos. So if Rosh Chodesh other falls out on Shabbos, Korid with Parsha Shkalim, so we read Parsha Shkalim, 
Umaftirin be Yoyada, a coin. And the Haftorah is Yoyada. The Navi that we read is Yoyada. So I understand according to Shmuel who says that we read Kisisa, and that explains why we do why we read a Haftorah, why we read from the Navi of Yehoyada, Hakohen, to Domile, because it's similar. As it says, the, the money of his value. But if you say like Rav, that it's as carbon in Achmed Ishai, what does that have to do with Yehoyada? Right, where it talks about, you know, this, this, this money that they're collecting. So, Domik Dur Abtebi, what do you mean? It's similar, like Abtebi says that. It says by its carbon in Achmed Ishai, it says, right, Zosolas Chodesh, Bechod Shulchot Sheshon, Chadesh Rave, right, right, make sure to bring from the new, from the new collection. And therefore, um, as is talking about a collection, and therefore it does make sense, even according to Rab, that the that we read from uh, the Navi about Yehoyada. Fine. Maybe we have a kasha on Rab Cholios beparsha asmuchala ben milfonea ben milacharel. That if Purim, um, um, that um, I'm sorry. That if Parsha um, Shkalim, that if Rosh Chodesh other falls out um, on the Parsha that is right next to what you would read in Parsha Shkalim, so whether before or whether after it, and you read it twice. Okay, let's just go weiter for a second. So that can make sense if it's Kisisa. So Kilu, if we're saying that in Parsha Shkalim, you're reading from Parsha's Kisisa, and we're saying that if, that if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Shabbos, and we're reading Parsha Shkalim, and then it happens to be that the next week is also the Torah reading that we just read in Parsha Shkalim, so we read it twice. So it makes sense if you say that Parsha Shkalim is Parsha's Kisisa. Because Kisisa falls out around Purim time. Around other time. But if you say like Rav, that Pasha Shkalim is as Korban in Achmed Isha, which is in Pasha's Pinchis, Pasha's Pinchis doesn't fall out around Purim time. Sanford the Gemara in, yes it does, then Eretz Yisrael, where they don't go through the entire Torah every year, they go through the entire Torah over the course of three years. Not nowadays in Eretz Yisrael, but I guess at that point in Eretz Yisrael. So then it could fall out that Parshas Pinchas is around that time. Alright. We have a Bryce supporting Shmuel. That if Rosh Chodesh Adar falls out on Shabbos, Korin Kisisa. So we have read Parshas Kisisa. So we see that Parsha Shkalim is Taka Parsha's Kisisa. Omer Bitzchak Nafcha says, Bitzchak Nafcha, Rosh Chodesh Adosh Chaleos B'Shabbos. That if Rosh Chodesh Adosh falls out on Shabbos, we'll see in Shalosh Taurus. So you bring out two Torahs. V'korin Boen, Echo B'Nyan O'Shoyom. So one of the Torahs are for that week's Parsha. V'echad B'Shalosh Chodesh. And one of them for Rosh Chodesh. V'echad B'Chisisa. And then the other one being for Kisisa. So three Sefer Torahs, Kisisa for Shkalim. Vomer Bitzchak Nafcha says, Rosh Chodesh Tevish Chaliyos B'Shabbos, 
that when Rosh Chodesh Teves falls out on Shabbos, we read Shalosh Torahs, we take out three Torahs, Vikorin Boyan, and we read from them Echo Binyan Shayom. One of them you read the Parsha of the week, Vecha Bid Rosh Chodesh, and one of them for Rosh Chodesh, Vecha Bechanaka. And one of the Torahs is for reading the Chanukah Torah reading. Utsricha, and we needed to teach both cases, both the case of when, uh, you know, Shabbos Chanukah and, um, Shabbos Rosh Chodesh other. The, the Idmar Beha, that, um, you know, if it only mentioned, um, Parsha Shkalim, Beha Amar Bitzchak, so here, um, I'm sorry, if you'd only mention Chanukah, so then I would say, that, okay, that when it comes to Hanukkah, you need three Sifrei Torah because you need the, for the Parsha of the week, for Rosh Chodesh and for Hanukkah. But when it comes to Parsha Shkolem, Kirav Sfirle, maybe I would say that Rabbi Tzlok holds like Rab, that when Parsha Shkolem is Kobani Lachmi, Uvishtei Torah Sagi, that, that Parsha Shkolem, that Parsha Shkolem is as Kobani Lachmi, which is the same reading as Rosh Chodesh. So if it's like Rab, then all you would need is, um, 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 two Sifri Torah, one for the Parsha of the week, one for Eskorban Ilach Milishai from Parsha's Pinchas. And therefore, um, it's not enough to say just Rosh Chodesh Tevis, you also have to mention Rosh Chodesh Adar. Fine. Komashman, Vilema, Hav, Lobayo, Hach. So why don't you only mention Rosh Chodesh, um, Adar, that you take out three Sifri Torah, one for the Parsha of the week, one for Rosh Chodesh, one for Kisisa, for Parsha Shkalim. And then I know that also on Rosh Chodesh Tevis you take out three Sifri Torah, one for the Parsha of the week, one for Rosh Chodesh and one for Chanukah. The Gemara says, Enochinami. Truth is, all Rabbi Yitzchak actually said is that by Parsha Shkalim you take out the three Sifri Torah. And then we just uh, inferred that when it comes to Chanukah, the same would be true that you would take out three Sifri Torah. Itmar was stated Rosh Chodesh Tevis, Chalil's Bechol. That when Rosh Chodesh Teves falls out during the week, Amr Bitzchak Nafcha says Bitzchak Nafcha Karu Tlasa Rosh Chodesh. So the first three aliyas are going to be for Rosh Chodesh V'chad B'Chanuka, and the fourth one is for Chanukah. For Avdimi Demin Chayfa Amar says Avdimi from Chayfa Karu Tlasa B'Chanuka. They know the first three are for Chanukah V'chad Rosh Chodesh, and the fourth aliyah is going to be for Rosh Chodesh. Amr Abmani says Abmani Kavosid Bitzchak Nafcha Mistab. It makes sense like Bitzchak Nafcha. And when you have an option between something that comes all the time regularly and something that's irregular, so you give preference to the regular one. And therefore, since Rosh Chodesh falls out more often than Chanukah does, so therefore the first three aliyos should be Rosh Chodesh and the fourth one is Chanukah. What caused there to be four aliyos, right? Generally on Chanukah, there's three aliyos. How come today there's four? Because it's Rosh Chodesh. So, Hilkach Revib Rosh Chodesh, Bayimikri. So, therefore, if the fourth Aliyah is coming because it's Rosh Chodesh, then the fourth Aliyah should be talking about Rosh Chodesh, not about Hanukkah. So, my Abbey Allah said, we paskin, Amr Yosef says, of Yosef, so, Rav Yosef Amr, a mashkichin Rosh Chodesh, we do not give precedence to Rosh Chodesh, rather we give precedence to Hanukkah. The Rabba Amr says, Rabba, a mashkichin Bechanukkah, we do not give precedence to Hanukkah. Um, and the Allah is we do not give precedence to Chanukah rather we give precedence to um, Rosh Chodesh and the first three Elios and Rosh Chodesh Chanukah are going to be for Rosh Chodesh and the fourth one will be for Chanukah friends that was the Avchav test of Mesechta Megillah the first 
part of the daf was just like a bunch of interesting agaratas. Then we got into the four parshas that we read around Purim and Pesach time. Parshas Shkolem, Parshas Zohar, Parshas Parah, and Parshas Achodesh. And we saw machlokas between Rav and Shmuel about what exactly is Parshas Shkolem. Rav says Parshas Shkolem is basically the same thing that we read on Rosh Chodesh, which is Eskobini Lachmi Ishai. And Shmuel says that Parshas Shkolem is Kisisa. And we seem to be poskening that the, like Shmuel, that Pasha um, Shkolem is Kisisa. And then, um, we, interestingly, the Gemara mentioned different cases where we bring out three Sifra Torah. For example, uh, Shabbos, Rosh Chodesh, Chanukah, or um, Pasha Shkolem, we bring out three Sifra Torah. Um, friends, that was the Avchav Tess. I hope you enjoyed. Peace out.